that shark strength! And I will call upon your name. I need a hero. I need yeah. a Spy Kids sequel. It's not a Spy Kids sequel. It's, yeah, this, it's something. This movie is, uh, what if Spy Kids but superheroes? You know, they kind of missed an opportunity by not making Max the president. Uh, oh, that would have been good. Maybe it was yeah. him. He had blonde hair. Or Mr. Electrodad. Yeah, okay, so this this is something we're going to have to talk about once we get into yeah. it, but this that's movie true. does take place in Max's brain, right? Yeah, that's true. This is all a fantasy. We're in this, We're on the same page about that. Uh, yes. Okay, well, welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am... The greatest good you're ever going to get. Um, tee me up, Daddy. Okay. And I am Clint. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz hands, Paige. So I just get the metronome. Yeah, well, that's a, it's a little drumby. Oh no, you can if you hold on this button, it'll do like a fill. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, I did it twice. I didn't want it to. Stop. Stop. Okay. Uh, so this is what we now have. Let's talk, let's talk about this thing. <laughs> but this is what we have instead of the sound machine today. I do have the sound yeah. machine available if I start panicking by all these buttons in front of me. But the, sure. I'm going to try to use this. So say something just really passionate and soulful. Uh, give me a topic and I'll do it. Uh, the how about how about the um television show? We could be heroes. Mm-hmm. A television show. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. The Are you ready? just uh, just to be clear, this is the 2005 television show. We can be heroes. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm clear. Okay. No, I mean you just start talking and I will punctuate it. So just start talking. What if there were What if there were a group of six individuals, way down under, and they were competing all against each other. A group of them, all from Australia, competing as they are nominated. <laughs> and okay, not the tone I was going for. They were competing to be Australians, greatest Australian of the year. So, all right, we have a couple. Of, we we have some work to do on that. I don't know. I felt like that was good. Yeah, we get the general vibe going. Do you? Um, we did what? We did both watch the same thing for this episode, right? Yes, we wanted to watch the 2005 TV show, We Can Be Heroes, um, and the subtitle of it is Finding the Australian of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally on, <laughs> it's on its poster. We Can Be Heroes, Finding the Australian of the Year. It's got a really great poster of just some people standing yeah. in front of a beautiful ocean scene behind them. Yeah. 
and they're, they're standing like on a coral reef, and they're kind of crossing their arms, like, "Well, uh, I uh, we are getting to get into some mischief." Here's the thing, though: twenty five hundred ratings, over twenty five hundred ratings, and it has an eight point one out of ten. That's that means this thing's good. Yeah, I mean, we should check it out. Maybe that's our next episode. Yeah, I mean, we have to follow up on it at this point. There were six episodes of this thing. So it's a mini-series. Yeah. And you kind of already said this, but the IMD description, all we get is a group of Australians are nominated for the Australian of the Year Award. That's... The best. The best description. Yeah. Um, I'm reading the the full storyline right now, and I think we cannot review this. Oh, is this not? It's a little racist. Oh, is it? <laughs> yup. Oh, uh, I'm reading it now, too. <laughs> I don't know. We could look on it with our 2021 eyes. and uh, Of, like, we're not erasing the past. We're just acknowledging right, that and it just happened. say, like, you know, we can acknowledge the show for what it was. Yeah, uh, we can hang it in some sort of museum, but we're not going to, you know, build monuments to it. Right. Um, we're just goofing. That's not what, the, what we're talking about in this episode. Do a little goof riff. This is, okay. Wait. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. Yep. Uh, hold on. <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, hold on. Yep. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, perfect. Um, so, no, we were just kidding. We're... <laughs> We're talking about We Can Be Heroes, which is the new Robert Rodriguez movie that came in, came out right at the end of 2020. Um, I'm sure everyone has seen it. I've seen it twice. How many times have you seen it? Twice, baby. Um, and we'll, we'll get to that in just a minute, but we do have some business that we need to attend to before we dive mm-hmm. into that. Um, yes. Some unfinished business from the 2021 Nostalgia Awards. What remind me? What was the category that was still undecided at the end of our last episode? It was, it was family friendly movie of the year. Okay, family friendly movie of the year, which just as a refresher is the award given to the movie that came out in 2020, regardless of if we covered it on the show. That mm-hmm. is the best movie that is PG or G rated because. PG-13 movies are a sin. And you go to hell if you see them. Um, so, remind me what our two choices were. You didn't prepare for all for I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just trying not to like talk the whole time. I'm trying to like back and forth with you. So I'm saying, uh-huh. now Clint, you say something. That's what I'm doing. I'm being yeah. a good host. You're, uh, you're, you're doing what's known as an alley-oop. Listen, um, there is a Casio MT500 keyboard in front of me, and I'm feeling a little bit more stressed out than normal. This That, that Casio uh, TX500 is just, we're one step closer to being drive-time DJs now with that thing sitting around. Yeah, this TI-83, when I brought it home, I tell you what, the first time I touched it, I broke one of the keys, and I've been searching <laughs> all day for a replacement part because it's from the That's, 80s. And I, I, I need to get one. a soundboard. Yeah, that's my move next. Like a, get some sort of soundboard. Like a like a sound effects machine. Is that what you mean? 
Yeah, like you go, oh, I had uh, beans for lunch, and then I'll have a soundboard that's like, I poo-pooed my pants. But it's, you know, uh, a quote from a famous person, so we all know that line. Kind of like that, but it's real words. Oh, but it's a real, okay, it's real words. Yeah. So this isn't good enough for you? It's not. Well, how about this? It, these little drum pads are maybe the most fun I've ever had in my life. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty good, I have to admit. I do have a, it's in my parents' attic, but it is an electric keyboard, but it's powered by air. Mm. So I'll need to find that bad boy. Is it one of those where I you blow it, into a tube? No. Um, it's like, it has a fan on the inside, and pressing down, on, like, it constantly makes a hum, and so when you press down on a key, it like constricts the air, and that's what makes the note. That's amazing. I think it's like 150 years old, so I'm going to have to find it. All right. Oh, I want to um, I want to hear that. In the meantime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, our nominees are, uh, my nominee was Soul, and your nominee was Wolf Walker. Yes, and... Um, I don't think we should say the number of votes that we got because it's just such a big number. Uh huh. And on our Twitter poll, the, the number most of us, numbers that have ever been voted on. I've never seen so many zeros. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is almost uh, too many uh, to even be encouraged by. Right. I I wouldn't say I felt encouraged by the number of votes. More intimidated. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But what? Well, but. Just as a breakdown of the percentage, it's crazy that it worked out this way considering the number of votes that we got. Right. But it's like a one in a million. It's one, it's one in more than a million if you think about it considering the number yeah, of zeros on my screen. That's true. It's more like 20 million. But it did somehow work out that these the votes were distributed exactly evenly between these two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did several counts of these things. Yes, uh, yes. People keep <laughs> asking us for recounts, and they actually—it's actually, it's actually um, not within the margin of uh, of uh, difference for a recount, which is crazy because it is exactly the same number of votes for both. Um, mm-hmm. Which means that we have to cut the trophy in half and give it to both movies. That is correct. Uh, we. We're retconning uh, the original nostalgia rules of saying there has to be a winner. And, oh, I forgot uh, that was a rule. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's not like soccer, uh, but now we're, we're going back and saying, you know, in, in these times, everyone can win. So, Soul and Wolfwalker, uh, here, here's half Wolf of Walkers, your... Wolfwalkers, uh, plural. There's more than one Wolfwalkers. Wolf Wolfwalkers. Oh, spoiler. Uh, Wolfwalkers uh, and Soul. Here is your half of your Velociraptor trophy. Have at it. Um, and w- did we decide which one gets the top half? I think I said that Wolfwalkers should get the top half, right? Because wolves have sharp teeth and raptors. Hey, have. I thought we were just going down the middle. But, oh, interesting. Uh, sure. All right. Well, then yeah, which no, one I'll gets take the, the bottom left? half. So, oh, hmm. I'm right-handed. So. I I'll too. get the left. Okay, that sounds good. So Wolfwalkers gets the right t- right side of the Raptor. Congratulations to Wolfwalkers. I can't do applause with the keyboard, so I got to get the sound machine. 
Yeah, and congratulations to Soul for winning the left half of the statue. And Soul is uh, not a kid's movie, and this is, uh, I guess, but it does technically fall within the rules because it is PG, so whatever. Yes, you are correct. It's about death, uh, but whatever. Or about life. The afterlife. Uh, it's it's fine. Whatever. We, we're going to talk about We Can Be Heroes on this episode because you know what? When we started this podcast, we said this should be a Spy Kids podcast. Remember that? This mm-hmm. was a Spy Kids podcast starting out. Yeah, you remember what we were doing when we decided that? Uh, No, I don't. We were at Taco Bell. Oh, and of we, course. It's where we, we have all sat, Yeah, we sat in my car in the uh parking lot of our old high school and ate Taco Bell. Don't know why we did that, but we did. Um, and I think it was called Spy Guys or something because yep. every podcast has to have some bad names, um, mm, including this one. And then we realized um, that we didn't want to end the podcast after we talked about all the Spy Kids movies, so we called it Purely Nostalgia instead. But this podcast did start off with a deep dive of the children's filmography of Robert Rodriguez. We haven't really um, gotten into his more adult action films. Uh, yeah, maybe someday, probably not. But it a lot of people did text us when this movie came out. <laughs> yeah, it, it, in an annoying amount. I think that you um, were more annoyed than I was. I was annoyed because the texts that I was receiving were like, "Clint, look, it's a thing you like." You know, like when your when your grandparents find out that you're really into, I don't know. Legos, and then you're 26 years old, and they're like, "Got you some Legos." Although now I think I would like that, but you know, it, it it's like, guys, I am I am greater than the sum of my Robert Rodriguez. I I am a, a multifaceted individual. I think I had maybe five or six people text me and say, "Hey, Clint, I'm I won't listen to your podcast, but I know that you really like this stuff." So. Um, it was discouraging. To say I the sort least. of take offense to that because I do like the Spy Kids movies, at least the first two, and I feel like I yeah, made but it's that. It's not a personality trait. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a personality trait for someone to say you should watch this movie that's similar to a movie that you liked. Uh, and I thought you did too, and I feel kind of betrayed by you being like, "Oh, it was all for the show." I like no, Spy Kids. I did like it. Those were my real feelings, and they still are my real feelings. However, the amount of text that I was receiving made me feel like people were goofing on me a little bit because they're like, hey, Clint, you like... This is them talking, not me, by the way. Hey, Clint, you like baby movies? Here's a baby movie for you. And it's like that baby movie Spy Kids. Grow up and watch football. That's kind of what it felt like. I feel like you were projecting that onto their texts, but I don't know who uh, sent them. So. Well, that's what they said exactly, so I don't think I can project that. They said, grow up and watch football? Yes. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, I was excited to watch this movie because I like Robert Rodriguez. We should talk about our personal experience with this movie, which for both sure. of us is that we, uh, we saw it on Netflix, we, right? And we found out about it kind of at the same time like two months ago <laughs> and uh, then it just happened yeah whenever it was announced i mean it was basically it was more than two months ago because it was announced as like yeah. it there's a new superhero movie with shark boy and lava girl and robert rodriguez is directing it it's like what okay <laughs> that's true it was probably like six months ago um 
but very exciting to see my old friends Shark Boy and Lava Girl again. Uh, not Taylor Lautner, sadly. He is not Correct. in this film. The guy that plays him does not even speak. So it's actually <laughs> he has no lines. It's actually pretty hilarious the extent to which they are trying to hide from us the fact that Taylor Lautner is in this movie. First of all, he wears a mask, which he does not in the Shark Boy Lava Girl film. It's true. And you're right. We do he does not get not to see his spiky hair. We get to see Lava Girl in action a whole lot more than we get to see him in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, you talk about Robert Rodriguez. I, after watching, um, I haven't seen any of his adult movies, uh, which makes it sound like he does porn, but, you know, movies that are geared towards adults. Um, but he directed a episode of something akin to a Star Wars um, recently, which I think that's what it's called. Something um, akin to Star Wars? Yes. Yeah, um, I think that is and the correct it was. It was one of my favorite episodes, and it really kind of made me appreciate Robert Robert Rodriguez a lot, because uh, I think I only had exposure to him for Spy Kids, and it was like, man, this guy is a very fun, competent director. He knows how to make something look fun. Well, and that uh, I really like the way me. he directs action, and you could you could tell it was very yes. Robert Rod- Rodriguez-y in that episode. I have not watched any of his. Um, big boy movies in entirety but i have watched youtube Mm -hmm. clips of his action scenes and stuff just to get a feel for that and i like it a lot i want to do a deep dive into his whole filmography and i will at some point um but as we said this was a follow-up to shark boy and lava girl um and it does take place entirely in max's head because yeah that's a thing shark boy and lava girl are um figments of his imagination and in this movie they are just real superheroes so that's interesting yeah there was a little bit of a resolution at the end of shark boy and lava girl the movie uh where it was like oh we see these things but then they go back to living in max's head Mm -hmm. you know they don't establish themselves in the real world so either either uh, the this whole thing takes place in Max's head, or alternatively, he is being used Matrix style as a human battery to power the universe around him and create superheroes that can manifest from his brain. And that's where these people came from. That's a solid theory. Your other theory was that the president, played by Christopher McDonald, is Max. Yeah, well, and, and folks, we should probably apologize uh, retroactively for this spoilers in this episode. Um, yeah, well, but yeah, I mean, the, the president is... I don't want to spoil it, but they can be heroes. It does turn out that they can. And I think he should have been played by Max or George Lopez. Yeah. Get us riffing back into this thing. Play Sandstorm on your, on your guitar or your piano. Do, 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 do. You know Sandstorm? Uh, yeah, I know Sandstorm. Everybody knows Sandstorm. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> was that Sandstorm? That's how that it was goes, pretty right. close to Sandstorm. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, folks, but we're back now. <laughs> uh huh. 
Uh, yeah, but I don't know where we dropped off. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, Max should have been the president, uh, in this movie or George Lopez, Mr. Mr. Electricidad should have been the president. I don't, I don't think George Lopez should have, I think it should have been Max. Um, just a little nod to the fact that we are in Max's head. Um, but what I think we do, I mean, we sort of touched on a personal experience. We don't have real personal experience because this is a new movie. Sure. Um, and we talked about our experience with Robert Rodriguez at work as a whole. But what is your feelings on the movie Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Because I can't really remember. Um, I I mean I I can appreciate what it is. I think that it's dumb. Um, I think that it's silly. But my memory of it is that I gave it a passing grade for kids, but it's not for adults. Yeah, I mean, it's not supposed to be for adults, so right. it's great, it's a masterpiece. No, it's not a masterpiece. I think it's very similar to this movie in a lot of ways. Um, yes. In that, I think this movie is, well, okay, I think this movie is better than Shark Boy and Lava Girl, significantly. I, I should say that. Um, which, we should get into just our scores for this movie. I will go first. I gave this a 6 out of 10. I think this is mm. a I think this is a double. Um I think this is a solid hit. It's not a home run, but it's a fun time for the children and there's moments that I like as an adult and it is corny and it feels like a Disney Channel original movie at times, but also I think it is a wholesome piece of entertainment and I like it overall. I think it's a net positive in the world. What do you think about this mm. movie? Yeah, I mean, I gave it a 4 out of 10, which it could have been worse. We have reviewed worse. Um, to give some context, right before I watched this movie, I partook in Paul Blart Mall Cop. So maybe I wasn't in the right state of mind. Yeah, I saw that on your letterbox. Why did you watch that? Uh, that was my wife's choice, and she applauded at the end of it when uh, Paul Blart got to uh, kiss Wig Girl uh, spoiler for those of you that like want to see Paul Blart, but Chandler Clapton went, ah, yay. And so maybe I wasn't in a good mood. Um, but I can agree that it is better than Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It did very much feel like a Disney Channel original movie, even though I didn't have Disney Channel growing up. I know the feeling. Um, there were moments that I thought were competent. I did not like the end too much. Um, however, you didn't like that. Happened. You didn't like that. It turns out that they can be heroes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't like that. It turned, it turned out and they're like, by the way, it's all a trick. And that was the end of it. It's a trick, um, but it's a trick designed so that they can be heroes and they're kids. Yeah. And yeah, I get it. However, <laughs> what they did had far worse consequences. They're like, Hey, you guys can be heroes. By the way, we we made an alien the head of your government, and that was that was a good thing. I don't think so, um, but I mean, I, I can I can appreciate that the movie was made and how it was made, and I <laughs> I can appreciate that the movie was made, and I sure can. Um, and you know, I thought most of the kid actors were pretty good. Um, for the most part, they did suffer from what I like to call class clown syndrome, which just seems like they're trying really hard to get laughs from other kids. Um, 
But you know, for, hey, you for know what? This, That's the point of this movie. It's a movie yeah. for kids to make kids exactly. laugh. Exactly. And you just cut me off. I, I said, and for this, it works. Oh, my B, my B. Thanks, B. Um, <laughs> can I can I draw your attention to the fact that they they said we can be heroes, and then they they by the end of the movie they can be heroes. They are heroes. Yeah, th- <laughs> that was the thing. Is that that was a prevalent theme through this movie Pre- prevalent theme and score is that they can be heroes they can. at any given point in time somebody will sing it and it feels to me like maybe you missed that because you didn't seem to love the movie that much and i just wonder if you realize that they can be heroes no i'm fully aware that they can it's just should they i don't know did you see when pedro pascal had magnet hands so is that his power yeah, he's power magnet hands. He has magnet hands, and which I love this because he also just has swords, but he can if they go away from him, he can <laughs> pull them back to him with his magnet hands. So is the magnet his magnet hands is only attracted to katanas, or can he control all metal? I think all metal. And it seems like he's wasting his abilities. Uh, why you would if you had metal hands if you had magnet hands you wouldn't pull swords to you i absolutely would but i wouldn't limit myself to that how do you know that that's all he does with it well that's all we got to see so i'm working with what was given all right i think we need a ten thousand foot view of this movie i think you're right so how are we getting on uh, up there oh you know how i'm getting up there I don't. I'm going low, baby. Oh, you got to sing low so we can go high? I got to sing real low. And we're going up. (laughs) To go high, you got to go low. So I'm... I'm, That's the... How deep can that keyboard go? Mm, Perfect. Um, Yeah, so that's a spoiler alert. We'll get to the kids' powers here in a little bit on what they actually do. But... uh, there's one character, her name is Acapella, and uh, her real name sounds like a flavor of bubblegum, but uh, if she sings low, it causes things to fly. Her um, her name is Lotus Blossom. Yeah. Oh, not bubblegum. It's like a shampoo. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, here we are. We're up in the air in our trolley car uh, flying along, and uh, we're, we're here. So there's uh, the Earth. The, the Earth is... <laughs> This is how all of your 2,000 foot views should start. There is the earth. There is the earth. Yeah, and it is protected by a group of superheroes known as the Heroics. Good name. Um, And once you know an alien threat comes and captures them all, they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? We can't beat these aliens. Uh, And in the meantime, their kids are being held in a, uh, a safety house, like a bunker so that the aliens don't capture them and use them as bait. Um, and the kids are like, we can't be trapped in here. We can be heroes. And uh, they escape and try to defeat the aliens themselves. And along the way, they try to uh, hone their powers and abilities along the way, uh, being trained by a grandmother. And uh, turns out the whole time, it was all a trick. They were infiltrated uh by one of the aliens uh, who masked itself as a kid. And then, oh no, another turn. Uh, turns out the trick was all a trick. <laughs> um, 
The president's been an alien. The lady that's been in charge of the heroics is an alien. Um, everyone's an alien, and it was just a trick to teach the kids how to f- uh, how to fight and how to be a team, uh, so that one day they could be heroes. And it turns out they can. They can be heroes, and they are. Um, I so there are three separate huge reveals in the last like 10 minutes of the movie yes yes the first reveal is that the people over the heroics or whatever are actually aliens yes Uh, and that one was like aha obvious yeah was it obvious to me to you because it surprised me well the uh the, the lady what is her name miss something they call her miss something i think it's It's nick jonas's wife um Priyanka Sh- uh, Chopra. Miss, Miss Granada. Miss Granada. Uh, it, you get a vibe from her early on where it's like, she's up to no good. So either, yes, she's an alien or she's in cahoots with the aliens. Turns out she's both. Um, I didn't get that vibe, to be honest, and I was floored by this reveal. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I The second, what's the second reveal? The second reveal is that Oho, which is one of the... Uh, heroes, one of the kid heroes, and she does not talk. Um, yeah, she doesn't talk. She communicates through her drawings, which Missy realizes <laughs> through her iPad, <laughs> her iPad, her, which also can bring things to life, I guess. Um, but she, mm-hmm. she communicates through drawings that can tell the future, and she doesn't talk, or so we think, until at the end when she talks, and then yeah. says that she is the alien overlord. So, yeah, that one surprised me, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was surprised by all of them. Um, yeah, turns out she was the best actress in the whole thing. Turned out, turns out she can be villain. Um, she can. And then it turns out, no, actually, she can also be hero because she is the galactic alien overlord or whatever, but she yeah. orchestrated this whole thing to teach kids how to be heroes because I don't know if you caught this. She says that on her planet, the kids are in charge. Yeah. And then the adults bowed to her. Yes. And I, I want to dig into this, a planet where the kids are in charge. Does this mean that when you reach a certain age, you were, you were deemed no longer capable of being in charge. I mean, that's kind of how our society works now, except it's when you're, I mean, when you're too old now, it's like, okay, we got to take your driver's license away, you know? I guess that's true. It's It's just, it happens earlier on this planet. So, like, when you're, like, 11, you're, like, peak in charge age. Yeah. And then when you turn 18, they're like, okay, no, you go to the nursing home. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. So, what we would consider to be our peak, I guess they just, uh, they hit theirs earlier. Yes. Um... Okay, so I want to hear from you. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you what do you not like about this movie? It was dumb, and it, it, so I don't want to copy a lot of people's uh, criticisms on this because I did read hot takes, and we will not be partaking in them. Um, but it was just like I, the humor wasn't for me. Yeah, uh, it's not. It was. It was a little cringy at times, uh, and I mean that in a sincere way, not in an ironic way. Um, but I, it, it just didn't really, it didn't do it for me. I, I didn't have as much fun. However, I can appreciate that this movie was made 
for a specific audience, and it it was unyieldingly made for that audience. Um, so yeah, it wasn't for me. I didn't enjoy it, but I could see how like a seven to eight year old could enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's what I like about it is that every single facet of it is geared toward like a seven year old, and the. They're, at no point are they like making little jokes that are like, haha, this one's for you, Dad. Great job taking your kid well, to the cinemas. No, I disagree. Um, Come on, okay. Be- I disagree because there was a moment where the president's talking and one of the kids said, this guy can't get anything out of his mouth. Who elected him? And that felt a little pointed at uh, at our current environment, or I'm sorry, our past environment. And then there's a moment when, uh, what's his name, Wonder Man or whatever, <laughs> the main leader? Here, super- uh, a main man <laughs> or something like that. Blonde boy, I think, is yeah. his name. Uh, he's from Logan. He says, oh, that's what he's from. <laughs> he says um, "I the to the president, I didn't vote for you, which is just, yes. seems like the movie saying, we know that politics exist. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, exactly. Uh, and I don't in know. This world, uh, the heroes can vote. I think at well, <laughs> are you saying in our world heroes can't vote? We Not that we know of. I you're, this is an important distinction because the kids can be heroes, but they still cannot vote. They are still it's true. Children. Hey, have, I'm going to pause here. Have you seen that picture that people have been sharing? I, and most women at my church will share this and say something along the lines of, "I have chills." Is and it is Bernie Sanders in it? No, he's not in it. Um, it. It's supposed to be serious, and it is serious, but it's a picture of, like, Marvel and DC superheroes, like, lining the hallways of a hospital, bowing to doctors and being like, who are the heroes? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that, and I'm so glad. Oh, I need to find it. Uh, but well, Okay, while, while I'm finding this, you need to describe why you love this movie. Uh, I I wouldn't say I love this movie. I just feel the need to defend it against you, a naysayer. Uh, But I do, I mean, like I was saying, I I like that it is uh, unashamedly for young children. I don't think there's a lot of, like, feature-length, like, big movies like that, except for, like, direct-to-DVD, very low-budget things. But um, I like this movie. I know that my sister showed it to her kids, and they absolutely loved it. I even yeah. I asked my sister. I said, "Is this movie that this movie takes place in Max's head? Since Shark Boy and Lava Girl are figments of his imagination?" And she got like angry at me for asking that question, and was just like, "No, we're not. No, of course not. That's- <laughs> <laughs> I've heard your podcast, Elisha. We're not getting into this." I was like, "I'm sorry." Um, but I think this movie is perfectly fine and fun and wholesome. Um, even the moment you were talking about with the, the where he says, like, this guy can't say a complete sentence. That doesn't feel to me like they're saying, haha, the orange Cheeto man, so much as saying, like, oh, man, kids, these adults, they, why are they in charge? You, you, you should be in charge, children. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's how it'll play five years from now, but I think that that's how it read uh, currently. And you were offended by that. Yeah, uh, let, let me go on the record and <laughs> say that I was not. He he paused it and he said, "This is too far. <laughs> we need to get. We need to get. We need to turn something else on." 
Can didn't you have turn to get political, a, Robert. Didn't have to get political. I can't even watch We Can Be Heroes. <laughs> um, so, Did you get yeah. the picture? Uh, I'm looking at the picture now, and <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Can I tell you what I Googled to find it? They don't even look like they're bowing. Uh, it, it is Marvel and DC heroes. They've got DC on the left and Marvel on the right, which is weird because they do have Dr. Manhattan there, yes. <laughs> which is Who weird is a doctor? Uh, <laughs> Can I tell you what I Googled to find this? What? I Googled, in quotes, these are the real heroes. Another thing that's frustrating to me is that these heroes are not wearing masks. <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. Well, well, like Spider-Man is, but he's just wearing his Batman. Spider-Man. Batman is wearing the wrong type of mask. Yeah, he's wearing everything but what he should be wearing. That's true. Uh, um, they don't. Well, they they. Uh, Superman probably can't be a transmitter because he's crypt, Kryptonian or whatever. But well, you don't know what he brought down to us. That's true. He probably started the shark pandemic. Um, yep. You know who probably started the shark pandemic? Shark Boy. Mm, you think he's having a good time with this whole thing? I think so. Um, so there, I want to talk about him and Lava Girl really quick. Let's talk um, about the the greatest couple of Hollywood. Miss Granada made a remark of like, "Oh, are they still married?" And they never say yes or no. It's assumed yes at the end, right? Because of how comfortable they are with each other they never tried to play it off of being like "Ugh, you're again you're you're fighting wrong that's why we divorced the first time no, yeah they're definitely still married uh, i think that line is only in there so that they can say that they are married yeah but they did not oh, have absolutely. a child out of wedlock i would not be able to watch sure, this yeah they had anymore. to they had to establish that yeah uh however they do make it clear that lava girl still lives in a volcano and law La- and shark boy lives in the ocean Oh, um, hmm, that's interesting. So maybe it's like they're married, but they just sleep in separate beds. Maybe, but also maybe they like alternate where they they just kept both houses, and or maybe that's just where they were at some point in, in the time. summertime. They go to Shark Boy's abode, and then in the winter they go to the volcano. Maybe, which is um, honestly not a very stable life for Guppy. That's her name, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Um. Which I I wanna I wanna talk about some of the adult superheroes and then yeah. I do want to do a, a full rundown of the kids superheroes. Yeah, we need to do that. Not a hundred percent sure what every person's power was. The adults. Yes. Yeah, I didn't really keep track of that as much as the kids. So there's a girl, a lady, uh, Miss Vox, Mrs. Vox, sorry, mm-hmm. played by uh, a lady that was third place on American Idol. That's all I know. Oh, that's uh, a funny joke because of what you remember the Scotty is. The Scotty McCreary season. Yeah, that was back when I was still watching the good old Idol. Yeah, she was the one that came in third then. Wow. Um, and she was like sassy, so it was her, Lauren Elena, and Scotty McCreary. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, she could sing real good, and apparently singing is punches. Um, there's Miracle Man, who is Superman. Uh, That's his name. It's not Wonder Man. Yeah. Uh, there's Tech Deck. Is that his name? <laughs> Tech uh, Techno. Techno? He's the one that had a backpack. He was a soldier with a backpack. Oh. Played by Christian Slater. I know that much. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember his name. He is smart. Um, there's 
fast guy, blinding fast. I remember him. He's very fast. Yes. Um, there's a guy that breaks things. I don't remember his name. His son. His son is the face guy, the face kid. Okay. Um, yeah. Then there's the husband and wife whose powers are not revealed at any point in time, but they bicker. Um, uh, I thought that they were they had the same powers as their kids, the twins. Did they not? They never really show what they do. Okay. <laughs> um, they uh, and then there's um, just a, a a few other people. There's Noodles' mom, which you never really see her, and I believe that's it. Uh, just to confirm, Christian Slater's character is named Techno, but it's Tech Techno. Dash No. So No is part of ah. his name. So he's not into tech. Right. Tech? No. No. Um, there yeah. is a character apparently named Big Bean. Big Bean. <laughs> okay. Do you what remember Big who Bean? that is? No. Let me look this up. Big Bean? It's played by Rhiannon Rodriguez, which is, I assume, related to Robert. Um, Big Bean? How far down the cast list is this? Big Bean was born in 2005, so maybe it's one of his kids? I'm not sure. Uh, sorry, B- Big Bean was not born in 2005. Rhiannon Rodriguez <laughs> was born in 2005. Uh, it's pretty far down there. There's no picture The character of Big Bean was born in 2005. <laughs> uh, yeah, I missed Big Bean, but I wish I hadn't. Does that mean that Robert Rodriguez is Bean Dad? Uh, moving on. Yes, I do think so. <laughs> We're referencing a lot of memes in this episode. This one isn't going to age well. Invisigirl is a character. I think that's Noodle's mom. Okay, so uh, so we covered all of the... <laughs> Big Bean, yep, sorry. Yeah, all of the adults. <laughs> Let's talk about these kids. Aha, uh-huh, I have a roster. Hold on, let me grab it. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not going to ask you to play any like in a, or, uh, NBA walk-on music, but... Um, First off, we have wheels. <laughs> and that's all on account of the wheelchair. Wheels. His legs are too strong, but he has a good brain. Noodles. He is stretchy. Oho. Draws very good. So good that it predicts the future. Acapella. She sings and is sassy. Slow-mo. He is fast. So fast, he is slow. <laughs> Facemaker. He makes faces. Does blackface. Rewind. Kind of. Rewinds time, but by a few seconds. Fast forward. The opposite of rewind. <laughs> Wild card. Jack-Jack, but with bracelets. Guppy. Adorable. Controls water. The end. So, uh, Missy is our lead character. She's Pedro Pascal's daughter. Um, yes. She does not have any powers, and... I honestly thought the big reveal at the end was going to be that was going to be that she had powers. She does have powers and she's like ashamed of them so she hides them cuz at the beginning she some kids get a ball stuck in a tree and they want her to get it out with her magnet powers and she's like I don't have magnet powers. And then the the ball which I guess it was a metal ball, I don't know. <laughs> the ball Maybe. falls out of the tree and then they go, "Thanks." Uh and she goes, "That wasn't me, just gravity." And then they run away and she goes, "You're welcome." And so I thought that was like a subtle mm. hint that actually she does have power. She just doesn't want people to know. She's Gravity Girl? <laughs> well, 
maybe magnet curl. I don't know. I'm assuming it was a metal ball again. Um, but yeah, I, uh, okay. We need to talk about, um, what's his name? Slow-mo. Slow-mo is my dude. I love this boy. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing though, is that he was a net negative for the team. For the most part. Yeah, well, he does have one shining moment where he's able to jump in a hole because the fall will not kill him because he falls in slow motion. <laughs> he falls so slow. That, he, so his power is that he's fast, but they come up with physics on their own and say, oh, he's stuck in a time loop, so he's actually slow. And we're just like, all right. Which that doesn't make sense. That doesn't mean that he's fast. Like, he's still moving right. slow. I didn't understand that. Um the funniest moment in the movie. I laughed so hard. I think I know where you're talking about because I laughed very hard at this. When so th- all of their adult parents are getting captured by the aliens and they're watching it happen on the news. And when Slow Mo's dad gets captured, everyone in the classroom turns around <laughs> to look at him, and he's just staring solemnly at the screen. And a single tear rolls in slow motion down his face and falls in slow motion to the floor. And it is so. Funny. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be funny. But oh it yes, was it was. Funny. That was definitely a joke. You think so? It, I don't. It didn't seem like a joke to me. It a hundred percent was a joke. It. So the part that I laughed at, I laughed at that. But uh, the part I was thinking about was when the kids were being reunited with their parents, and all the kids are like running towards their parents, and Slow Mo's dad like kneels down waiting for his son. And it takes him like a full 45 seconds to actually <laughs> run over to him. But his dad does not move. He's like, you got to meet me. You got to meet me halfway, son. And that was really funny to me. It's very touching when his dad says, I love you at the end. Yes. Uh, it, it, I mean, that was a, a good moment. Um, um, but yeah, slow-mo, slow-mo was useless and, in fact, a hindrance to the team. Slow-mo's great. I love slow-mo. Um I want to talk about Guppy. Uh, I love that child. <laughs> Guppy is great. Guppy is Sharkboy and Lava Girl's daughter. She's the youngest, I guess, because they're like, oh, wait, uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl are kind of young, so they can't have a kid the same age as all these other kids. So she's like, sure. what, six? I don't know, seven? Yeah, she probably like five or six. She's a li- little bitty. I know that much. Um, she's very cute and very funny, and she says, "My my mommy is Lava Girl, and but my daddy is Shark Boy. So instead of lava, I move water." And I'm just like, "Okay, <laughs> I believe you, Guppy. That works I'm on for board. me." She's very cute, and she has like that little little lisp. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, or not lisp that speech impediment. Yeah. She's great, and it is also revealed that she has shark strength because she punches a guy real hard, and he says, oh, no, she's got shark strength. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, by the way, I'm on her IMDb page now, and it says she is best known for Bird Box. Oh, so, oh now, I want, now I need to watch Bird Box. She was one of the daughters in Bird Box, okay. apparently. Uh, Guppy's great. We love Guppy. Wild card, uh, I don't like this kid. Yeah, he was the kid that I would not have liked in elementary school. He's also, I think, the worst actor of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And he's, like, everyone just, we're supposed to accept that he's, like, the leader of the group, but th- that's something that they say with their words, but I don't think is really <laughs> shown, and I don't know why anyone would look up to this kid as a leader. His... I think it's that thing where, like, 
whoever the meanest, most confident kid is, is the leader. I guess. Um, but yeah. he he his powers are that he has random powers that manifest randomly, like Jack Jack. He's Jack Jack. Yeah, as I said, he is Jack Jack. Oh, you said that. I was focused on playing sick beats. Yeah, no, he is he is Jack Jack, but with bracelets. Well, I um, thought it before you said it. I promise. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean it. It he. I never accepted him as the leader. That was a dumb move. But I do think it was that thing where it's like, well, he's the most confident. He's the leader. And he, looking at the parents, he should have been Miracle Man's son. Why was, why was Wheels Miracle Man's son when he, like, used the same wording as Techno? He was like, what did he say? He's like, it's rather intuitive. And then Techno was like, it's rather intuitive. It's like, okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Wheels was his son because... Wheels, when he says that he's in a wheelchair, he says, it's not because my legs are weak. It's because my muscles are so strong that my legs can't hold them up, um, which rules. My muscles are so strong that my bones can't support yes. them. Um, and so that's why he's he's Wonder Man's son. I'm going to call him Wonder Man. That's his name. Huh. Um, yeah, sure. Because he's a strong boy. I don't know. Uh, I like Wheels. Wheels is cool. I think that actor is fun and fine. Um yeah, he uh he was supposed to be smart, but he wasn't. I don't necessarily love that his name is Wheels. Well, well, his name is Wheels on account of the wheelchair. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And that's not me saying that. No, I know. That is no, I just didn't catch that. No, I just think it's a little on the nose to call the kid in the wheelchair Wheels, especially since that's probably like a word that's used to make fun of kids in wheelchairs but i mean whatever i mean i guess they're they're taking back that word um yeah do you think he said it he came up with that name before anyone else could use it i guess so uh we need to address the fact that you did say that that one kid um wears black face which is not entirely true there is a he, moment i mean kind of I, I just if someone didn't watch the movie and they just heard you say that and then we just zoom right past it i want to acknowledge <laughs> what actually happens there Sure, go ahead. He can morph his face um, into other people. And so they're ha- he's having a staring contest with, is his name Noodles? Or is it Noodle? Yes. One Noodle noodles. or many Noodles? No, he has many Noodles because he, he has noodles. many appendages. He's having a staring contest with Noodles, who is black. And he uh, <laughs> he puts his hand over his face and then takes his hands off and he has Noodles' face momentarily. But uh, it's, I, it's not as awkward as Clint described it as right however I just think that it's uh it's an interesting choice to go with no I I I did I think text you the first time (laughs) that happened yes I think you actually texted me and said there's blackface in this movie but so yes the the this is our gang did we cover all of them and we we kind of talked about Oho earlier which isn't yeah she's fake she's fake news um is that yeah? I guess that's all of them. Um, so I loved. Oh, really quick, I do want to touch on the fact that I I actually really liked this. The characters that were not fly, they did not have flying abilities. Were just carried on by drones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is good. Okay, these these drones. Uh, oh, are you talking about? You're you're not talking about the alien drone things, are you? No, no, no. Okay, like. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, what's his name? Pedro Pascal's character. He has metal ability, gotcha, but he cannot right. fly. 
So he has a drone carry him on with strings. Okay, those drones are good too, but I, d- I do want to talk about these alien creatures because they look like the Sentinels from the Matrix, and I think they that's do. fun. Um, but I like I like the CGI in this movie. I think he's he is able to do what he was trying to do in Sharkboy and Lava Girl, and so to some Correct. extent, extent, Spy Kids. It just works better because, I mean, it's still very cheap and childlike and storybook looking, but like at least the textures and stuff look more real and like the mm-hmm. rendering is just better like it looks a little bit more like it actually exists in the world um even yeah. though it doesn't look real i like it i like the effect i think i'm happy for robert that he was finally able to realize that aesthetic in at least an okay way in this movie yeah i mean like he entire it, it was on purpose and he you know this thing was produced by netflix so he was definitely given a budget you know You're right so he was given a budget for this film i th- <laughs> I think that a big difference is that, you know, in Sharkboy and Lava Girl, and to an extent in Spy Kids as well, when these kids were placed in front of a a green screen, it was just a green screen. You know, they didn't have anything to interact with. It was like, oh, grab this thing, and you just mime it. I I feel like in a lot of moments, they actually had physical things to interact with, and then that were just their analogs for the... uh, the aliens or whatever. So I think that that added, it added some weight to the actual things. Uh, and that made it seem a little more realistic. I remember talking about, um, when we did our Dora episode, I remember talking about why didn't Robert Rodriguez direct this movie? He would have been perfect. Correct. Um, and I figured out why he didn't. Um, why the answer is because he's too sincere. This guy is not mm. ironic. He doesn't like to That's poke true. fun at things. He likes to make nice kids movies where kids can be heroes and they are being heroes. He doesn't want to make fun of Dora the Explorer and make an ironic 2019 or whatever year that was movie of Dora the Explorer. Tw- he, that was 2018, baby. He wants to make his own Dora the Explorer and just make a sincere movie about it. Yeah, and I mean with with this whole thing because it had Shark Boy and Lava Girl, it it could have easily turned into a meme, you know? Like, it, it could have turned into Adult Swim or a robot chicken of uh, our memory of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And while I did not enjoy it, it wasn't made for me. I'll, I'll keep saying that over and over again. So I can appreciate his integrity to the original thing that he created. Um, you're wrong to not enjoy this movie. I'm <laughs> well good glad glad <laughs> glad to know that I'm just I mean kidding. it just it, I, it wasn't it, it, it was it had those moments that no matter how good most of the movie is and this is just a me thing where it really diminishes the quality of the movie you know where it's the it's right behind me isn't it type of you know jokes or humor that's not what that wasn't this movie that the, it had some moments. So like it had some moments like that, sure, and that's fine when it's, you're seven year old and you're still just discovering what a joke structure is. Sure, but I I still wouldn't put it in the same uh, camp as like I don't know Dougal, which <laughs> is I think the jokes in this movie are better than Dougal. There, I say that because there's many effective jokes in this movie. I think, and some of these jokes I don't think you saw as jokes because you said that the tear falling on slow mo was not a joke. That was a hundred percent a joke. This movie's supposed to be funny. 
Name another joke that probably went over my head. I, <laughs> I'm not going to say it went over your head, but I do. I did take a lot of notes, and I have a lot of fun moments that stood out to me. One of, okay. One of my bigger laughs was when uh, Missy yells at Guppy to go meditate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that because was funny. She's a small child, and she can't figure out her powers. She goes, go meditate. Uh, that made me laugh. Um, I like a Christian movie. Uh, oh, because he, what, you can I meditate. can't meditate. You're nope. right. That's true. She um, didn't say go have quiet time. She said go I liked, meditate. I liked when Noodles made himself stretchy to be a grown-up, and he said, greetings, fellow grown-ups. Um, that was sure. good. Um, let's see. Oh, I like that Missy's superpower was slacklining. Um. <laughs> yes, that's true. No, her her superpower was leading by example. Yes, but she does specifically train herself in slacklining at her and grandmother's she's like, My house, moment. and then she has an opportunity to slackline at the end. Um, yep. I like when these aren't really jokes; these are just moments that I enjoyed. I like when uh, Pedro Pascal dove into the alien like Jack Sparrow diving into yes, the crack. Yes, that was one hundred percent Jack Sparrow. <laughs> uh, maybe that's all the jokes that are good. <laughs> that, yeah. I, I failed in in saying what the good jokes were. Hey, another good thing about this movie, the theme music slaps. Oh, uh, yeah, it does. Um I I love the like Robert Rodriguez like the little guitar uh riff, the acoustic guitar that plays. It sounds very Oh, acoustic guitar or are you talking about the the one that sounds very spy kidsy? The one that sounds very spy kidsy. Yeah. Or it's like you know. Yeah. It's uh yeah, I, I I love it. That that there was a moment where when that played, I was like, "Am I am I back? Am I a child? What <laughs> happened?" Um, so that was effective for me. What did you think of Miss Granada? Um, she's fine. I mean, she's an alien. Yeah, she was trying real hard in this one. Uh, it's so hard that alien? it felt like a. Well, she was trying so hard to like walk a certain way and. Her hold her posture a certain way that it it had to have been a character choice. It was just a weird character yeah, choice. Yeah, she's an alien posing as a human. It's fine. Yeah. What are you so yeah. mad about? Calm down. I'm not mad. I'm just I'm I it's my job here. I'm doing it for the for the viewers to pick it apart and I'm trying to do my best. Wait, here. people are viewing us? Are there cameras? Yeah. Alive. The audience is here alive with us. Um I thought of a joke alive that I New York. a joke that was funny. Um that yeah. I didn't say. Uh, the the fact that Oho, they found out that she was an alien because she revealed it in one of her drawings and they show a flashback to one of her drawings and yes. she's standing in the background and has tentacles coming <laughs> out of her. as an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is funny. a good movie. <laughs> I I don't know. I Maybe this was a joke or maybe this... I, one thing that I think is great and they even say it in this movie is... Oh, it's not made by or for children. It's made by children, mm. and that's how these movies kind of feel. Not in like a it's clunky or bad, you know, type of way. Like oh, they have no idea what they're doing. But it was like give a kid, you know, a budget and some guidance, and this is what they would come up with in a in a positive way. Well, that wasn't Shark Boy, Lava Girl. Literally written by Robert Rodriguez, like three three year old son or something like that. I mean, I, I think he came up with the idea. Yeah, yeah, but right. Uh, I but I mean, I think this is similar in that it is a child's um, understanding of superheroes and how they work. Yeah, 
Right. Uh, to the point where I, what I was trying to get at or what I, what I went on a tangent about, um, Oho's drawing, they're like describing her as being this amazing artist. They're like, she's a combination of uh, Salvador Dali and Leonardo da Vinci. And then she just does like little cartoons. Yes. And when you're a kid, you're probably like, holy crap, she is good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you can tell what she's drawing. So that means she's Right, exactly. Incredible. It makes sense. Um, so, okay, so <laughs> I want to talk about the moment at the end when, um, as I said, Missy is slacklining and she's on Noodles' mm-hmm. arm. Yes. Uh, luring the two monsters into the pit. And then she falls in. Um, mm-hmm. and then you think she's going to die. I mean, you don't think that, but, <laughs> and then noodles reaches down and rescues her. And all, all the while acapella and her mother are singing, we can be heroes. <laughs> like yeah. genuinely that sequence <laughs> was very moving to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. It was beautiful. Is this the one that made you cry? What did, podcast are we on again? It didn't make me cry, but I just loved that Missy got to slackline her way to being a hero. Yeah, I, I I thought that was fine, but I was swept away by the moment of, like, these weren't the last monsters, you know? So she, like, pulled out her, her hat trick when, in reality, Oho is just like, okay, fine, let me regenerate three more. Uh, so it's like, what what was the point? She's done. She has no more tricks. Yeah, that's fair. Whatever. I don't care. Um, okay, one thing I didn't like about this movie. Let's uh, hear it. Be mean. The, and this is a he's right behind me moment. Um, the very last line when they're all looking into the sunset or whatever. And then one kid goes, what are we looking at? And Missy goes, yep. the future. And then credits. That's very bad, and I hate. I it. forgot who said that. Was it was it Facemaker? Uh, I don't remember. Well, M- Missy's the one who delivers the last line. She says the future. Ah, uh, yeah. The future is children. The future is children. At least on Oho's planet. So I'm going to tell you a brief story. Anytime I hear the future is children, uh, that reminds me. Friend of the show and friend of of friends, uh, Andrew. Um, he and I worked at a vacation Bible school together with kids and the news came in and no, it wasn't the news. I'm sorry. Like our church was making a a video about vacation (laughs) Bible school and, um, they interviewed him. They're like, what is important about vacation Bible school? And they just ran up and put the microphone in his face. And he was like, he started going on about how kids are our future <laughs> and how we need to raise them right and stuff. And it was he was like 15 at the time, and it was it's so funny. I wish I could find it, but uh, imagine so the the actual news coming in and saying what's important about vacation Bible school. In reality, it was probably like J103, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just remember, he's like, we need to show the kids ethics, and we need to, this 15-year-old kid sounding like my grandfather, like, we need to raise him upright, teach him about Jonah and the whale, but uh, that's just very, anytime I hear kids are our future, that's immediately what I think of. Um, So, we could be heroes. <laughs> can Yep. Can we be heroes? I know they can be heroes, but can we be heroes? Can we be heroes? I think it's, it's time to find out. Time to find out through a little thing that we like to call taking care of quizness. 
I was uh, trying to remember which sound effect it was. <laughs> um, this is where we take online quizzes because we are out of ideas. Uh, uh-huh. But we've got a BuzzFeed quiz because BuzzFeed makes the greatest quizzes. And it is, what kind of superpower do you have? And we're just going to take it together to find out. Uh, and at the end, I think we have to decide what our like We Can Be Heroes superhero names are, too. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing also about like this, all the superheroes and we can be heroes like the kids. I forgot to mention this. Anytime it's like, oh, here's my powers. But here is something that is a big inconvenience about me having powers. Um, yes. Yeah. Does, so that, does we, that happen for all of them? Yeah, I guess it happens so. for most of them. It's like here's slow mo. He's fast, but he is way too slow he's not really fast though they tell me he is but he's just slow (laughs) uh well i don't think noodles has any negatives except he's he has like anger issues yeah noodles says noodles is kind of just i mean noodles should be in charge he's mr fantastic that's true he is fantastic can we get Um, this kid to play reed richards in the mcu i think that would be great get this kid to play reed richards move out of the way john kirkowski that's his name. Um, yep. Yeah, I think the the take is uh, you remember that uh, bad Fantastic Four movie where they were all like teens or whatever. Uh, what if yes. even younger this time? Hmm. How about that? Okay, we, we uh, Fantastic Four babies. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> um, so, what kind of superpower do you have? You got this quiz up. I got this quiz up. All right. I hope the questions are in the same order. I think they. Does will it be. start with "How do friends describe you?" Yes. The answers are ever aware, mm, magical, detail oriented, brilliant, lightning fast, or under their breath. I think we have to answer this one for each other, don't we? Because we are friends. Yes. Uh, we do have. I would say we are each other's friends. Um, yeah, that's what I said. I said we are friends. Correct. Um, I'll start with you. Are you I, saying I don't have any other friends? Well, um, I so this at the risk of this sounding like a love fest, I would describe you as ever aware because you are a very thoughtful person, and so it's like okay, Elisha can think of angles that I haven't thought of on topics or issues, and be very rational about them. Wow, I'm about so, to cry over here. That's what I'm choosing for you. And I'm not selecting it. You are on your own. Um, yours is under their breath because of how much I hate you. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, no, hmm, I would say uh, lightning fast. Okay. <laughs> just in like, I don't know. Because it takes big you're steps. A, you're a quick-witted person. This is why you're sure. better at improv than me. You're just uh, you're you're quick on your feet. Well, I was hoping for brilliant, but it's whatever. No, you're lightning um, fast. Okay, what kind of pet do you own? I own a dog, but that's not the choices here. Yeah, the choices are chameleon, octopus, hawk, dolphin, cheetah, rabbit. And I 100% would own a hawk out of all of these. Would you? Yes, because I like the woods. I'm going to say octopus because I think it'd be fun to have an octopus. I think that's right for you. I was thinking dolphin for you, but I think octopus is better. Octopus is better. Uh, What is your kryptonite? Blow to the head. Lead? And it says ouch above it. Uh, it says lead. I think it's supposed to be lead, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, mirrors, physical harm, bear traps, bassoons. Okay, so they're trying to be cute here. Yeah. Um, 
Well, for me, I would say physical harm. I don't like getting hit. I mean, I feel like it's physical harm for both of us, right? Yeah, I don't like getting hit, so... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a real answer here. I'm not being cute. It's physical harm. Um, Have you ever been in a fight? No, never. Of course not. I would run in the opposite direction. Uh-huh. What's a relationship <laughs> deal breaker for you? Hmm. So the options are not inquisitive enough, too sedentary, bad eyesight, poor time management, can't keep up with me, talks too loud. I I actually have a, a real choice with this. Okay. Talks too loud. Mm. Okay. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, what What does sedentary mean? I feel like I should know that. It means they're stuck in the mud. They don't want to do anything with their life. They're, they're happy. I'm going to say that. Too sedentary. Yeah, and let me preface, like, on a long-term relationship, I would probably say not inquisitive enough. However, just like, I'm thinking first date, oh, she's talking way too loud. Let me get out of here. Yikes. Yikes. I mean, your wife does talk pretty quietly, I would say. So. <laughs> exactly, and that's why I love her. It worked out. On top that's of the only reason. Um, what is your favorite kind of music? Indie? And it says boom next to it. Boom. <laughs> Hip-hop, alternative, classical, metal, or jazz? I don't know. I don't really care for any of the... I like some alternative music. You don't really like music. That's true. I am famous for not caring too much for music. It's not your thing, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I like I like songs. I don't like music. Yes, that's fair. I think I'm going to have to uh, reluctantly say alternative. Nice. Because <laughs> I'm an alt boy. You're so alt. I got blue hair. How do you spin your... Fri- <laughs> Wait, no. Did you come up with an answer for the last one? Yeah, I said alt. Oh, you did? Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Uh, how do you spend your Friday nights? <laughs> Thinking about the good old days, rearranging furniture, melting stuff. That's stupid. Uh, letting yep. the waves crash over me, hitting the treadmill, or concert- concerts with friends. It is letting the waves crash over me for me. I, <laughs> I'm going to say rearranging furniture because I literally do that. Chandler will go to bed early before me, and at like 1130, I'll be like, I need to Swiffer the floors, and that's what I'll do. That's cute. I'm going to change that, actually. I'm going to say melting stuff. What? No, you just okay, gave fine. a real answer. Hey, how do you get around? Is it with a motorcycle, a magic carpet, a jet, a bus, sprinting, or your car? I get around in the car. <laughs> I do, too, but I... Is this saying like how would how would we prefer to get around? I mean, nobody gets around with a magic carpet, so that's uh, true. I'm gonna say car though. Okay, me too. Because I I I wouldn't want to have a magic carpet. That just seems stupid to me. Um, we a, are nearly done with this, by the way. We are nearly done. Uh, hey, a chicken crosses the road. Why? <laughs> there was corn on the other side. I made it. Fear. It always mm-hmm. does. I don't have time for this, or I'm lost. Or, sorry, it's lost. Uh, fear made me laugh, so I'm saying fear. Did it make you laugh? Yeah, I giggled at that. And it says, ha, 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 in the corner, like it's tattooed on the Joker. Mm, I think I'm going to say I made it. Hmm. That's so literal of you. <laughs> uh, hey, what symbol is emblazoned on your chest? A vault? 
hands shooting lightning, safety goggles, mm-hmm. three clocks, <laughs> a gazelle, or ears. Hey, so safety goggles. Let's imagine that really quick. Emblazes the eyes are chest. over the nipples. Ah, ha, ha, funny. Uh, that is very funny. I'm going to say... I'm going to say a vault for me because that's just so perplexing. I'm going to say three clocks. I like that. Uh, what's your drink of choice? A tequila sunrise, a cold stout, an IPA, a scotch neat, <laughs> a shot of vodka, or a glass of water? So when it's a, I'm so glad you read this because I do not drink. Uh, well, a little bit. Um, I like hard seltzers, but... Would you have said tequila sunrise? Well, yeah, I'll say tequila sunrise. But when you said IPA, I was like, IPA? What's an IPA? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they are all in all caps, but that's cute. Um, I'm an alt boy, so I got to say IPA. (laughs) That's not alt boy. That's more of a bro thing. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I got my powers. Yo, you got your powers? I'm I'm stuck on this one. I'm going to say... Uh, a glass of water because I'm a Christian. Um, so <laughs> interesting. Whoops. Do you have yours? I do, and I don't like them. Uh, you go first. So this is ironic because I have glasses, um, okay. but I have X-ray eyes and laser vision. Interesting. It says you're basically the inspiration for LASIK because humble brag, you can see everything with perfect vision all the time and then destroy it. Image by Andre Hickey, BuzzFeed. Andrea Hickey. Yes. Um, why Why would they say you were the inspiration for LASIK? That's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> um, yep. I'm okay. basically the inspiration for LASIK. So what's your, um, what's your We Can Be Heroes style superhero name? It's oh, got to be really stupid. <laughs> 2020. Yeah, that's like it. Like 2020 vision. That is unfortunately it. Okay. And but anytime so like I have I have super super powered eyes and I shoot lasers. However, my head's on backwards. Ah. Cute. Yep. Um so I got telekinesis. I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> Uh, that is what I would want as my superpower. I think it says your arms might look weak, but if everyone could just, <laughs> <laughs> but if everyone could just see the muscles your brain is flexing, then again, everyone can. When you start moving everything around you, that's in your way. So, what's my superhero name? I sort of want yeah. it to be Matilda. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's Matilda, man. <laughs> No, it's just Matilda. <laughs> oh, man. You know the girl that plays Matilda is Ben Shapiro's cousin? I did know this. <laughs> they don't get along. Yep. Uh, ah, that's good. So what's your what's your weakness? Um, Does it say weakness? I don't see a weakness. Well, I came up with mine. Oh, oh you came like, up with you. I shoot really good lasers out of my eyes, but my head's on backwards. Uh, I think for me it's that if you punch me, I will get so badly hurt. <laughs> Even if you just punch me kind of hard, I will like just start coughing up blood and fall over. <laughs> you have brittle bone disease or something like that. Yeah, well, that's I'm just, real. We shouldn't make fun of that. Yeah, well, I just have like incredibly low pain tolerance. I think. Okay, you're a sissy. Yes. Um, Perfect. So 
that was um what I kept I wanted to say that was we could be heroes. That was taking care of Quizness. So now it is time to ask the three questions that we always ask of every movie that we talk about. About the movie We Can Be Heroes is a movie in which kids can be heroes. Um, and those questions are, is this movie good for kids? Is it good for adults? And does it stand the test of time? Uh, since it is a new movie, instead of does it stand the test of time, we will ask, uh, hmm, should we compare it to like the legacy of Sharkboy and Lava Girl slash Spy yeah, Kids? I, I think I think that it's, I mean, they all exist in the same universe, Max's head. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. So, first question. Is this good for kids? You go first. Yeah. I think it's great for kids, actually. I think that this is, like, an ideal movie where you go to a summer camp and you're waiting for your parents to pick you up and this movie's playing. Um, yeah. I agree. Uh, summer camp? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It's good for kids. Um, is it good for adults? No, it wasn't made for me. No, I, I even though I was defending this movie, I'm also going to say no, it is not good for adults, which is kind of what I like about it is that it's not trying to be. Um, but yeah, it's a no for this one. Um, does it live up to the Rob Rod children's film legacy? Absolutely. I think that aside from Spy Kids, this is one of the better ones. I think what Spy Kids, the at least the first two Spy Kids movies have going for them is that uh, I think Carmen and Junie are both good kid performances, mm-hmm. and the jokes are maybe a little bit better and stuff like that. Like whereas these kid actors are maybe not so quite as good, and the jokes are a little bit cornier. But in most other ways, I feel like this is him realizing his. Uh, potential as a children's food movie maker yeah children's for food the maker first, a children's food maker a children's filmmaker um kind of not for the first time but like the best he's able he's been able to do it yet um and so yeah, yes i agree i'm saying yes for question number three so this this movie gets a 66 percent which remind me what that means is that good it's it it walks it, it walks if we're grading on a curve that means that it walks it doesn't go to hell. It does not go to hell. It does not go to heaven. It wa- <laughs> I want it to go to heaven, though, but yeah. I know. I stay true to myself. It doesn't go to heaven. We, we gave it the same scores. Yeah, it's a we, sick- were, we were in alignment. So, yeah, that's fine with me. Hey, what are we doing next on this stupid podcast? That's a good question. Uh, we are going a little out of the box here. Uh, well, not really. <laughs> we're going way, way back. Uh so we're going to be doing uh, the Wizard of Oz trilogy. Uh, thank you. Were you. Do you know that offhand, or did you just that Google it? That is called improvisation. Wow. Actually, yeah, we're doing that. the... We're doing the Wiz. The Wiz not well we're not doing the Wiz, but we're doing we're doing the Wizard of Oz trilogy. We're what we're calling the Wizard of Oz trilogy, which is uh the Wizard of Oz, which came out in eighteen thirty six. Um we're doing Is that funny? Is that a joke? Yes. Okay. Because it's old. It's nineteen thirty nine. Nineteen thirty nine. Uh then we are doing um what's it called? Return to Oz, which came out in nineteen eighty five. And then we're doing Oz Great and Powerful, which came out in, what, 2016? Uh, 2013. 
2013. Wow, 2013. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited about this. We're doing the three. It's going to be fun because these movies, even though they are part of the same franchise, they are they represent three different eras of filmmaking. Yes. You've got... Technicolor. 30s, you got 30s, you got 80s, and you got 2010s. Um, yep. So, yeah, this is going to be very good, very exciting, fun times. And insert clever Wizard of Oz reference here. My mother-in-law is terrified of the Wizard of Oz. He's a scary guy. He's got a big I should try head. to watch this with my mother-in-law. Yeah, you should, and I will too. I call her Pep. I'll watch it with your mother-in-law too. All right, come on over. She likes you, so that uh, that's she does perfect. like me. So we can be heroes. That's the thing. We can, and we will, and we will. Um, you should follow us on all of our social medias. We have a Twitter account at Purely Nostalgia. Uh, we have an Instagram account at Purely Nostalgia Pod. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm at Elisha P. Smith on Twitter and also on Letterboxd. And I am Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. stands for Jazz Hands. Follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd and LinkedIn. Um, if, you've, if you're following me on LinkedIn after listening to this, send me a message. Say P.N. Like the letters P.N. And uh, maybe I'll respond. Who knows? Uh, but also, additionally, if you like what you're hearing, go on to iTunes. Uh, give us a rating. Five stars goes a long way on ensuring we are the top of the list for nostalgic and purely based content. Um, and then additionally, we have something different coming out, something not related to purely nostalgia. Um, it's just a creative endeavor that we have undertaken. You teased this soon. in the last episode, and we hadn't even started it yet. And then you're teasing it now, and we don't know when it will come out yet. I feel like maybe we're hyping this thing up to the point where... Oh, <laughs> oh we are. Well, I just want to make, I, I make sure that people see it, and they are enticed to click on it after okay. listening to this. That's fair. I just don't want people to think, like, this is some grand new creative endeavor. It's not. It's, gonna... it's not. It is um, good, though. It is good, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, it is it's uh, it is our humor. And, again, I'm not saying this to hype it up, but when if it, if it does go either on the podcast social or on our individual socials, just know that it was made by us, and we, we talked about it here. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm going to bed, man. I just I'm going I, to bed too. I watched We Can Be Heroes. We go to bed on We Can Be Heroes. That's a good one to go to bed on. Can you check your LinkedIn real quick? Oh yeah, hold on. Give me give me some piano while my LinkedIn's rolling up, loading up. Ah, oh, Elisha, he linked in me and said, uh, "PN," and I responded back. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, let's go to bed. Uh, that'll do, donkey. Oh, I did it out of order. You did it that way <laughs> out of order, yeah. I'm so sleepy. That'll do, donkey. We'll see you soon. Man's gonna have to listen.
two, one, two, three, four. I, I wish I could swim like the dolphins, like dolphins could swim. Nothing, nothing will keep us together. We can beat them forever and ever. Oh, we can be heroes just for one day. I. I will be king, and you, you will be queen. Nothing will drive them away. We can be heroes just for one day. Heroes just for one day. Rest in peace, David Bowie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>